it's destiny welcome back today we're going to continue on with chapter four of bella and the wandering house by meg mckinley bella's fingers trembled as she reached up they shook as she loosened first the catch for the window and then the screen granddad had made it so that you could swing them both open at the same time so there was nothing between you and the sky Mum thought it was dangerous, but Grandad said, Nonsense. Not if a girl is sensible. He turned to Bella. You are sensible, aren't you? Bella nodded quickly, because it was quite possible to be a dreamer and sensible at the same time. And whenever she opened the screen, she was careful to sit quietly in the window, perhaps letting her legs dangle just a little over the side, but never leaning out. She would be even more careful now. She wouldn't climb up to the up into the window, but would keep her feet planted firmly on the floor and lean out just a little, just enough to see. How could the house be moving? Grandad had said a little strangeness could be a good thing, but the house swung suddenly to one side, and Bella gripped the window frame, steadying herself. The house slowed as it reached a corner, then turned this way and that, as if it were wondering which way to go. Bella waited until it straightened, until they had had set off again through the quiet streets, and then she leaned out into the night to see what she could see. But when she looked down... There was nothing but roof. Her room was set back from the front of the house, and the eaves were too wide to see past. She could lean a little more, but that would be dangerous. And she was sensible, and suddenly it came to her. You never know when something like that will come in handy. She picked her way unsteadily to where her school bag hung on its peg by the door. The periscope was still folded up inside where Grandad had put it. She carried it over to the window and unfolded it piece by piece. Then she lowered it until it hung below the edge of the roof and put her eye into the opening. At first, she saw only darkness. She blinked and refocused. Was she even doing it right? Then there was a flash of something, a wash of pale light and a shape moving through it. Of course, she was seeing darkness because it was dark, because it's nighttime. The periscope could see around corners, but it couldn't cut through the blackness. For that, she needed street lights. There was another one up ahead. She pressed her eye back into the periscope and waited. There it was again, something moving across the lens. It looked knobbly and pink, almost like... No, she shook her head. That's just silly. She needed to get a better look, but the light flashed by so quickly each time. Then they rounded the corner and she smiled. Just ahead was the shopping center, awash with bright light. She waited, ready. The house continued onward with its rhythmic bobbing motion. As they came into the glow from the shops, the shape moved past her eyes, with each roll of the floor, up and down, up and down, 
and slowing now, the house eased to a stop. Bella blinked. She had been right. Pink and knobbly and one, two, three, four, five. She swung the periscope sideways, scanning for what she could hardly believe must be there, and they were. Another group of five pressed flat to the footpath, some large, others smaller, just as you'd expect, just as toes should be. Pink toes on the end of flat, wide feet on the end of... It was impossible. It was true. The house was walking. The house had legs. I hope that you are enjoying the story so far. I hope that you come back tomorrow for chapter five. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Bye. Hi, I just wanted to let you know that I created a Gmail account so that you could send me emails. I would love to hear where you're listening from. Anything that you would like to tell me, I'm open to to reading your emails about it. And also, if you have any book recommendations, I would love to hear them. I'm going to let you know what it is right now. Are you ready? It's the title of the podcast, Beloved Children's Books at gmail.com. Again, Beloved Children's Books at gmail.com. I hope to hear from you soon.